I'm not sure who picked the music for the, for the intro, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take a guess. Was it really you? Whoa! I was gonna guess Dave because Dave, you guys didn't see it, but Dave was back there lip syncing. That's why I started because Dave Dave had the mic and everything and was you know. That's right. So we are in week two. I believe, of the uncivil war. Last week, uh, if you guys weren't here, Shane talked a little bit about um, what the civil war attitude looked like and what the uncivil, three, oh, week three, wow, week three, sorry. Right, yeah. <laughs> wow, hear the jeers, boo. This guy was gone week one and now he's preaching, what? How dare he? Oh, but anyway, last week Shane talked a little bit about the, the uh, Civil War attitude and what that looked like, um, you know, getting the vote, um, about being the most, feeling like you're the most important one, taking our own interest at heart, um, self-exaltation of ourselves. Well, this week we're going to switch gears a little bit, and this week we are going to talk about serving, which if you guys have been coming here for a while... You kind of know our, little, our, our cross point mantra a little bit. We say it every Sunday at the end of service. And the best way to do that is we are here to... There we go. So now we don't have to do it today, right? No, I'm going to bring that up more than once because it's important. So we're going to start with uh, Galatians chapter 5, 13. We'll have the uh, scripture up here. You can also go... Awesome. Hey, that's cool. That's cool. It's, it's a good song, right? Uh, we're going to have the scripture up here. You can also use the uh, Bible app. We have an event set up in there. Um, and just follow along with us. For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters. But don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. For the whole law can be summed up in this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. Now I'm going to stop here for just a second. Because that's kind of a big verse. For the whole law, now we're talking about all the commandments, can be summed up in one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. Easy. That's so easy a child can get it. But for any of you that have kids, have siblings, it's hard enough to love your sibling, right? But loving your friends, loving people that... Because neighbor doesn't just mean your friends your family, or whoever lives down the street from you. Neighbor means everybody. Love your neighbor as yourself. So even though it's easy, so to speak, Jesus goes on to say, but if you're always biting and devouring one another, watch out. Beware of destroying one another. Don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. In other words, don't have the attitude, well, Christ saved me. I'm free, so I can do whatever I want. I'm good. I'm good for eternity. That's a dangerous attitude to have. The freedom that Jesus is talking about isn't, it's, we can't really grasp it. It's true freedom. And true freedom is the gift that he's given us. And he doesn't just want us to keep it to ourselves. He wants us to spread it. Think of our mantra. I've been thinking about this all week because 
I know Shane has a purpose for saying it every week, and even Paul, have, I think Paul just likes to say it at the end because he likes to say it. <laughs> but it has a purpose. We need that engraved in our brains every week. Because I don't love my neighbors every week, every day. There's some people I, I don't want to be around, right? I'm not the only one. We've all got people that we don't want to work with, we don't want to see. And those are the ones that we probably need to love the most. So we need to hear that every week. We also need to hear it every day. So every day this week, as I got up and started, you know, getting ready, I thought to myself, not just as a cross pointer, but as a Christian, I'm here to serve. What, as I prayed, I said, Lord, what can I do to serve those around me? Not just my friends, not just my family. What can I do to serve that guy walking down the street? When we keep our, the freedom that Christ gave us to ourselves, we miss out on the true purpose. Freedom should be shared the same way that Jesus shares it with us. It's his desire to see all of mankind free. Not just those of us in this room. He longs to see all of us free. Free from sin, from all of it. Now he goes on to say in verse 14 that the entire law can be summed up with one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. But if you're always biting and fighting, trying to, for lack of a better term, eat each other, just destroy each other, how in the world can we do that? Now we dog on Facebook a lot. I know I am addicted to Facebook because I get on there to see what one of my friends has done and then it's like, Two hours later, I'm like, why am I still looking at this? Right? Shane's talked about the same thing, how it just kind of, it sucks you in, and then you, you don't even know what you got on there for. Facebook is great for some things. Finding friends that you haven't talked to for years. Remembering memories from past. There's a lot of memories that my wife has posted on Facebook that have popped up through the years of our kids doing first steps and stuff like that. And it brightens my heart to see those when they pop up. But Facebook is also, if we're being honest, it's a feeding trough of negativity. Now, I'm not saying boycott Facebook. Okay? But just be aware of what, what is on there. More times than not, we'll see stuff like comments from one of our friends. Oh my gosh, look at what that person's wearing. Or the most common one here recently, I cannot believe what President Trump said. Do you believe that he said he was happier when South Korea was part of China? Stuff like that. The Bible says beware of destroying each other. Now, you guys have all seen the Civil War memes, I'm sure. I've got a couple of those that I'm going to have Lydia pop up on the screen just to kind of illustrate the point. It's okay to laugh because they're funny, but they make sense. 2016, the year heroes can't get along. True, right? Civil War, the Marvel movie, was all about the good guys kicking the crap out of each other. Batman versus Superman, all they did was just beat the tar out of each other. But the bad guys can I love these. Tony and Captain America. Batman. Superman. Awkward silence. Civil War. 
Nah, this is a good one too. Iron Man, Captain America, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Now this one I don't I don't actually like I understand it, but I really don't know how it's pronounced. I think it's GIF. Computer people, is it GIF or GIF? Cool. Okay. Well, now I know. Always side with Tony, I guess. Oh well, what are you listening to an Apple expert for? Can't even can't even keep. Well, I can't say too much. I have a Samsung in there, known to blow up in your face. So, Samsung iPhone. I think that's the last one. Now, these are funny, but they get the point across. Both of those films this past year. Okay, Batman v Superman. They were fighting over for stupid reasons. They ended up becoming friends because both their mothers' names are Martha. What? Spoiler alert, Gideon. Like you haven't seen it. Come on. Right? Captain America Civil War, watch it on Netflix. It's a good two hours, but nothing really gets accomplished. Now, I want you guys to just take a minute and think about something. And be honest with, let's be honest with ourselves. I don't want to see a show of hands or anything. How much of what we read or post on Facebook has a negative impact on somebody else or is used to tear someone else down? And how much of what we say or do in person tears another person down? Be brutally honest with yourself because I'm a jokester, I'm a kidder, and I catch myself joking about something and think, that's, that's borderline hurtful. It's like, would, am I just biting at this person trying to devour them? So if we are unintentionally or otherwise tearing other people down, what are we doing to build them up? Got a uh, got a coworker that asked me uh, a few weeks after he started. I was just getting to know the guy, and he said, uh, "Phil, I've got a question for you." I said, "What's that?" He said, "Have you ever?" And this is going to sound like a strange question. He said, "Have you ever picked up a homeless person and taken them to lunch and just asked them their story?" No, no, I haven't. He said, "Huh." said, okay, have, have you? He said, yeah, he grew up in, in Chicago, which is not usually a place you want to drive around and pick up homeless people. It gets kind of dangerous. He said, yeah, it's a, and he got kind of quiet, and he said, it's really something to hear what they've been through, to hear their story. Now, I'm, I'm not sure if this gentleman is a Christian or not, but that was a gut punch for me because while there might be dangers from doing something like that, I have never once even considered doing that. And what a blessing to miss out on. If you look at businesses, the highest, the highest profitable businesses, the most successful ones, are the ones with the highest customer service rating. Do you know why that is? Because we like to be taken care of. Right? You don't want to call your phone company if you know they're going to give you the runaround and not take care of your needs. 
what would our country be like if we served people like that? If we served others before serving ourselves? I'll tell you what would happen. It's contagious. It would pick up. And it would take off like wildfire and be uncontrollable. If we saw a need and immediately went into action, other people would start doing that. The other reason why companies, the, the best companies in the world are so successful is because they focus in on a specific niche. Niche? Niche? I don't know how to pronounce it. Niche. Cool. A specific group of people. Phone companies focus on people that need phone, right? You're not going to see an insurance company at a Comic-Con event trying to sell home insurance. You're not going to see a guitar company at a comic store. You're not going to see an artist at Taco Bell trying to sell his art, which that would be a cool idea. But nobody at Taco Bell wants to buy comic art or regular art, right? They want delicious Taco Bell. Sorry, I had to put that in there because I love Taco Bell. Here's what I'm getting at. While businesses have a specific group of people that they go after, who, who is our niche as the body of Christ? Everybody. We don't have a, I mean, you could call them those far away from God. Everyone is our niche. Everybody you come in contact with. Jesus didn't just serve the Jewish people or his friends. If you notice, any time that he healed somebody, it was somebody that approached him. Somebody came up off the streets. And he didn't say, oh, well, uh, you're not really, not really part, of my, part of my gang here. Um, could you maybe like, go through these steps and do this first? and then, you know, then we can make an appointment and I can heal those legs for you. No. He saw a need and he immediately met it. Serve anyone that needs it. That is our niche. Now, that was kind of quick and to the point. And the reason why, you could dive into that for hours. But, just like he said, the, the entire law could be summed up with love your neighbor. I think that is the biggest point. We are here to serve. There are people out there that are not getting served by anybody else. They're not getting reached by anybody else. And if I'm being real honest, most of the reason why is because people in the church are too busy fighting each other. We're too busy bickering amongst each other. Denominations, you know, churches that are a block apart. Oh, come to our church. Oh, come to our church. I don't know about you guys. This may sound bad. I could care less if people came here or if they went down the street. If they're getting in the door and hearing the word of God, awesome. That is absolutely fine with me. But the people that do come in this door and the people that are around us, it is our duty, it is our responsibility, and it is part of our freedom that Christ gave us to share that freedom with them and to serve them in any way we can. I'm going to have the band come up. I want to pray just for a minute. Get our, get our hearts and our, and our heads wrapped around that.
Father, I, I thank you for this time that you've, that you've allowed us today. Father, I'll be the first one to admit that I don't serve the way I should. That more times than not, I'm guilty of biting and fighting my fellow Christians rather than standing with them and building them up. And Lord, you know what's in my heart. So for me personally, I just ask that you would change that aspect of my heart, Lord, and make, make me a better servant. Help me to be conscious of what I say and what I think. And instead of tearing down others, help me to be conscious to lift them up. Lord, I pray as we go through this time that we just, we just reflect upon those words. Reflect upon loving one another and lifting each other up and encouraging each other and standing together as members of the body of Christ. If we ask these things in your name, amen.